Welcome back to Between Realities. This is a VR podcast, and it's uh, extremely good, and you should click on subscribe and like immediately because it's already uh, your new favorite. So welcome to the show. I'm joined here by my friend Skiva. What's up, buddy? Skiva. Good, man. I'm pretty good. Can't complain. Um, You know, uh, lots of games to play, lots of things to do. So, yeah, I'm definitely not bored in this quarantine. Me either. That's for my sure. name's Alex, by the way. I forgot to introduce myself. If you are new to the show and somehow here for the premiere of this episode live, which if you are, you get a prize. Let me know. Oh, um, there's one person so far. Oh, two. Yeah, we got Danny, we got Mark. <laughs> How's it going, boys? Thanks for joining us. What's up, guys? Um, and someone else who is joining us today, um, you already know, is in the description and all of the Twitter posts that we've been making. Um, we're super excited to have this guy because we love games and he loves games. And today we are going to fucking talk about games. So please welcome to Between Realities, Mr. Mateo311. What's going on, guys? Dude. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, we are super, super stoked. That's uh, a hell of a play space you have behind you there, sir. Thank you. Yes, I told you we're, I'm calling from the man cave. (laughs) Dude, it's epic. (laughs) How big is that? Uh, It's, well, this, this area here is like almost 30 feet by 12 feet. Nice. Oh yeah. Have you played T for God in that space? I have. I actually have a video on, and it's, you know, I did, like, a time lapse, and I'm like an idiot just, you know, running circles. (laughs) (laughs) I actually tried it all around my house to see, like, if it would accommodate different shaped areas, but it didn't. Mm. So this is is ideal. I love it. Well, that's beautiful. My space is much, much tighter than that. And I've gotten very good at like using the thumbsticks to move around and stay pretty planted for the most part. Well, we had a water damage down here and I said, all right, that's my excuse to make a man cave. Hell yeah. Nice. Very cool. I love it. (laughs) I love it, man. So you are from YouTube. You have a YouTube channel, and uh, you are growing in popularity, and I love to see it. Um, you're kind of like a, I don't know, what would you say, like a generalist a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I cover the news, and I generally uh, cover, like, newly released games. That's, that's what I've settled on. You know, it's nice. a little bit more all over the place. Um, I'll still occasionally put something a little random-ish up there, but right now I do a, a weekly news video on Monday basically recap what happened last week, what's new, trying mm-hmm. to find some stories out there that no one else is really covering. And then whenever there's a new game releasing, like I, I just dropped a video on uh, release day for Virtual Battlegrounds. Um, I will have Swords of Guerrero up this week. So I try and cover the new stuff. Hell yeah. I love it, Very man. cool. I'm all over what the place you? on my channel, dude. It's like I'm, <laughs> I do all, I'm, I need to like refine my approach, I think. <laughs> <laughs> me and, uh, me and uh, my buddy Steve knows we always joke, you know, when you're running out of content, you don't know what to do. When in doubt, make a list. You know, come up with your oh, there you top go. 10 quest games. Your, your, uh, I took it to the extreme recently. I did every game in my library. Oculus, Steam, you know, Oculus Library, Steam Library, Quest Library, and I ranked every game I own. Right. Wow. It took me forever, but it was worth it because people love the video. Mm -hmm. That's that's like that's you're doing like some serious community work when you do something Mm -hmm. like that. Like Mm -hmm. you are like getting in there and like 
grinding it out, man. Like there's so yeah. many games, you know, like so many to play, which is why uh, we are here today because we want to talk about a lot of these games. Yeah, it's crazy what we do for the love of VR, right? Like yeah, like Anthony from absolutely. yeah like yeah like Anthony from VR three six five. You know, he has the VR um, GameRankings.com website, which he did. You know, ranking every game ever, pretty much for VR and and release dates and this and that. Like so many people love this technology so much um, that they just want to bang stuff out for it, even you know even for free so yeah. <laughs> it says oh, yeah. a lot i mean that's where I made we're the at video because mm -hmm. it's something like i was before i started doing the youtube stuff it was what i was always looking for you know i was, I mm -hmm. was uh, early adopter to vr and i was always going you know new vr games you know best vr games you know what and i'm just like Gee, give me something new you know right. like finally so mm -hmm. so yeah I, you know i'm trying to help those people out you know that's that's one thing that the channel's for is, you know right. trying to give people information they may need and you mentioned that you're friends with steve nose who we had on the show earlier in the season yeah. <clears throat> We had so much fun with him. He's a super awesome dude. So naturally, yes, when, when we realized mm -hmm. how tight you guys were, we were like, all right, well, we got to have Mateo on then because we're all homies here. So this is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> how did you how did you hook up with him? Like, how did you guys meet? So um, so I've been doing the YouTube channel for about a year. Um, I met Eric for president pretty early. Like, I just saw a couple of his videos online. I said, oh, this, this looks like a decently cool dude. I, I want to make some VR friends. I have no VR buddies. I want some friends that I can game with. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just shot him a message and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, and then he was sending me messages whenever he was jumping online playing games. Uh, then he um, he did a podcast and uh, I was on his podcast. He's, he tried doing a podcast for a short period of time. Uh, I was on his podcast with uh, Wishful and uh, that's a problem. I really should remember who else was on. But anyway, <laughs> uh, burn. <laughs> That's pretty. It's pretty sad because I just just complete drawing a uh, blank right now. So it was me, Eric, wishful, and somebody, and somebody else. else. But um, absolutely cool. So uh, sorry to whoever you were. I'm I'm old and my brain doesn't work. But anyway, uh, we kind of formed like a little circle, uh, like uh, and made a Discord channel, and we all just started talking to each other on a daily basis. We invited our fellow YouTube buddies. And before you know it, uh, a bunch of, you know, cool YouTube people, cool in my respect, I guess, right. um, just you know, just sitting there talking to each other on a daily basis. And and some of us got, you know, close to one another. That's that's all it is. Well, yeah. I would uh, I'd say it's a pleasure and an honor that you guys have uh, opened up the circle and joined us in uh, conversations on our show here, man. We're oh, super stoked to have you. We love it. We love mm -hmm. it, absolutely. So, so Skiva, you should probably yes. get us started, man, because we got we got shit to talk about. <laughs> yes, we do, man. We got a lot of games to talk about. Well, the first thing I wanna wanna talk about, and um, it's the first thing I always want to talk about in any conversation is Half Life. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, Mateo, have you um, you've obviously played Half Life, Alex? Yeah, that's um, cool. What do you what do you think about it? Uh, so, um, it is everything I was expecting, and I mean, if you get to know me. Um, especially like the other YouTubers always bust my chops. They say, you know, I'm, I'm hypercritical or I like to pick on things. Um, Half-Life Alex was everything I was expecting. It, it nailed it, you know, hit, hit the ball out of the park. Um, it was exactly what I expected. Like, I think the biggest surprise was just how well done it was. Yeah. Um, like I knew 
do a good job. I knew they did. Uh, I knew they would. But, you know, got in there, and I expected the graphics to be a little bit toned down or, you know, something. And get in there, and it's instantly the best-looking VR game. Like, right. you, put, you put anything else next to it, Asgard's Wrath, which was, like, the contender up until that point. Uh, you put Asgard's Wrath next to it, and you're like, no, this is just – this kills it. This is mm-hmm. – how did they do this? Um, and, and, like, so many other little things, you know, they – just their level design it, it yeah it blew me away absolutely yeah man me too and i i was very i was very 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 excited obviously for this but but at the same time i was really really nervous because they had so much to live up to and i'm like how yeah. can how can they live up to this and then you know for a minute there i thought well you know they're 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 choosing to go with alex as the main character maybe they can kind of uh so maybe they can kind of dodge some of that and it ended up it just ended up blowing my mind like and just you know everything that i would have hoped for um they they did and i don't know how they get all of these objects everywhere to to you know you can interact with just about anything that you think you can interact with you know like there's a scene in in the laundromat and you know just for shits and giggles i started throwing everything in the dryer and i turned it on and everything everything looked like exactly like it would in real life tumbling around you know i mean they did killer job on the physics yeah. And the look and style and just everything, everything about Which it. Which is why the mods are so fucking exciting. Yeah. Because yes. once the mods yep. start coming in, dude, all the games are just, it's going to be an explosion of games that all share that level of polish. Like they're all going to look and feel that good. And there's going to be wildly new mechanics. People are going to make new weapons and shit. Like who knows what's mm-hmm. going to happen, dude? Like I'm yeah. super, super stoked to see what happens in the modding community. And if you're not currently aware of what's already there, there's already like at least three playable half-life mods that you can go and easily start start up and install like the process is so simple and i think everybody here probably knows that but like Mm -hmm. it's it's i mean it's so great and you can just go in there and already do stuff there's that horde mode which i had the opportunity to to play like the day it launched i like got in there right away and it was pretty damn good did you play it mateo i have not uh played the mode like i downloaded it it's been sitting and i'm just waiting for some free time uh, um but, yeah so i last night went into um went into the wolfenstein uh half-life alex mod because oh, nice. you know wolfenstein was my first uh first person shooter growing up <laughs> and i remember i remember yeah. installing that game on, a, on my computer like the original version came on floppy disks and it was like i don't even know like 17 floppy disks or something it was insane it took like an hour just to install it you know and then and then to go back into that game in vr with the mechanics of half-life alex man it was really cool it was really cool and I don't know that I would say, oh, everyone should should go in and try this if they don't have any kind of nostalgia for for Wolfenstein. Um, but if you do, that's really cool, really really yeah. cool. Did you recognize it? Did it like feel familiar to you? It was exactly. It was. Yeah. I mean, they really nice. recreated it the first level at least perfectly, you know. And then they replaced um, they replaced the enemies with with Half Life characters, and you know, mm-hmm. so it was pretty cool. Mateo, do you have yeah. any strong feelings about the uh, the non VR mod of uh, Half Life, Alex? I have strong feelings about everything, um, <laughs> but 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 that in particular is uh, you know it was listed as oh it's now playable in, uh, on flat screen. Uh, we have different definitions of playable. Right, uh, that right. was atrocious. Right. I, like watching that play out, it was just 
atrocious. Um, but again, it's not the same game on flat screen. Nope. Like this is nope. this is one thing. Uh, I have a video coming out tomorrow. I'm actually talking about a Forbes magazine uh, article uh, where they just, they just continue to fail. But like, you know, when people talk about things like, oh no, uh, this is it's annoying that I have to uh, reload my gun. You know, I have to get out a clip and put it in. You wow. don't understand VR. I mean, no. that is a skill-based mechanic that is only found in VR unless you're going to go out to a shooting range in real life. But then you can't go around mowing down people. Not if right. you want to stay, you know, outside prison. <laughs> right. uh, but I mean, I mean, like, so, like, that's that's something about VR that that's phenomenal and can't be found anywhere else. And, you know, to read an article and someone's complaining, well, oh, yeah, I had to actually uh, – it's such a gimmick. I had to flick – things across the room and then collect them and put clips in and that's tedious mm. and i'm like every every <laughs> vr on. gamer is like this is awesome yeah you know that's, right. like they wanted to walk over ammo and auto pick it up right and it's like no that's not vr and and the gravity gloves would make it feel great, you know, like like it makes it like it's like a nice middle ground, you know. I'm not bending all the way down to pick shit up. I can yes. look at something, bam, yes. pull it to my hand. Mm -hmm. It fucking feels good. Yes, and it's not just like lazy. I'm using the force. It's right. like it's like you get it, you get it with style. Yeah, you get it yeah. with style. Yeah, I was, walking, I was walking around my house doing this for a week <laughs> after playing Half Life, Alex. My wife's looking at me like I'm nuts. I'm like, it's not working. <laughs> and I I never really imagined what a VR flat screen mod would look like until I saw the footage. And it's so weird because I never thought about you having to manipulate the hands together, you know, to yeah. like make stuff happen. So the hands are just like, and they're like trying to slam a clip into the gun and shit. It's like, what is that? I, like, I don't it's understand. Not the game. It's not understand. half -life. Why it's, Why yeah. would you Why would you do this? This to me is like saying, Oh man, you know, I I really want to play this new PS5 game, but all I have is a PS2. Why won't they put it on the PS2? I'm going to mod it on there and it's going to be terrible, but I'm going to play it on what I have. Like give me a break. Like, you know, like right. I I've I've had to really bite my tongue on Twitter lately because I've I've seen a few quite a few tweets where people are like, "Oh, this is this is great. It's flat. I get to play it." And but it's like I, just watch I a just, fucking Oh my god, I, I don't understand. And they're and they're they're saying like, oh, I can't afford a VR he headset. Well, you can afford the gaming PC that runs Half-Life Alex and the video card that it requires for that. And you can't go out and get a hundred dollar secondhand Windows Mixed Reality headset to yeah. play it on. Yeah. Like, give me a break, man. That is right. a complete and utter excuse. The boundary, you know? yeah, the, the VR boundary, you know, entry boundary has been pretty steep if you're starting with nothing if you're already pc gamer you know you're pretty much there already uh, a 400 oculus quest with a link cable or a rift s and you're there yeah 400 is not nothing mm -hmm. but as a pc gamer you, you kind of you know you're like i got 400 okay i'm getting a video card and right. your budget's gone like you right. know mm -hmm. uh, so i mean the boundary to entry yeah it's pretty steep but it's getting better but I, people are just like well they ups. hold it against valve like how can you hold yes, it against that's, that's they're that's, the yes. ones that yeah. are like making the technological advancements they're pushing the envelope you know like 
people might have fucking talked shit about the N64 controller when that thing came out, but today it's still like hailed as this like glorious, weird like step into the future with its analog stick and its you know having an analog and a D pad on first. it. Like, all that first shit, analog right? yeah, stick. It's the first analog yeah. stick. You know, so it's like they're they're doing it's like N64, like Anthony says. He always mentions the N64 moment, and I love that because I relate to that. You know, I remember playing Mario and having my mind blown. So that's what's happening here. And like you gotta buy it. You know, it sucks. And maybe you can't play it now or this year, but it'll still be good like two years from now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's a work of art. And uh it's so immersive that it's great. The yeah, half life games have always been about innovation. Like, they've always done something you didn't see anywhere else. And I actually recently just replayed through the whole series. Nice. Um, you know, in preparation, I wanted to, you know, like, and I was also working on a video of what to expect from Half-Life Alex. Um, so I wanted to take, you know, elements of Half-Life and say, listen, this is how I expect them to be redone in VR. And for the most part, yeah, they made the, the exact game I was expecting. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, they've always been about innovation, uh, the Valve, and this was their innovation vr like making a truly immersive believable at times extremely frightening experience um that's the innovation if if half-life alex was a flat screen game it would just be a, an average game mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. like that, that this is one thing that's it's super hard to express like you can't watch a vr game and understand it you know, right. like, that's why, like, you know, Twitch VR streamers don't do that great. And, uh, like, it's not really exciting to watch. Mm -hmm. But but the second you put a VR headset on, it's just like, you've got to mm -hmm. be kidding. Like, it's mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. And I want to move me. on here soon. But I am curious, do you think that because we are um, used to VR, that, like, we can watch those videos and almost, like, bridge the gap and, like, imagine well enough what that would be like you know because i feel like i can watch a vr stream and have a pretty good idea of what's going on so you I, I you know yes to, and no. to me to me real quick let me just throw in that i the, the way i look at it is like this let's say you go you go somewhere to europe and you go to a beach right great and you you put up some a home video of that people watching the home video could then say they've been to that same beach that doesn't make any sense right. you know right. what i mean and that's that's the whole thing you're watching a video a 2d video of of kind of a representation of what that person's seeing just like when you go on vacation and you take a take a home video it's it's no different you can't you cannot get the experience you just can't yeah, not, yeah. yeah. i mean that's that's a perfect example it because there's so much more that goes to it the you know the sights the sounds the smells the feels mm -hmm. yes you don't get all of those in vr but like you can never get you know depth perception or like there's nothing quite like you know when you get in a vr game and you pick up something and you start manipulating it like yep. you'll never get this in just a 2d representation and in that moment you forget there's a headset on you you're just connected you're yeah. just experiencing that which speaks a lot to the power of vr so uh you know we're we're preaching at the choir right now yeah um yeah what do we yeah, got next you know um there's a next there's a, a great game coming out that um that i think is going to be kind of overlooked and i wanted to talk about it real quick um so audio shield is coming to the quest and audio shield um unfortunately came out before its time i think um you know and it kind of it, it was a really really good game i really loved it and um and it was great because you could you could pretty much go to almost any youtube 
um, music video and it would it would auto build a level for you and you could play anything that you liked and it was it was fantastic and now it's finally coming out uh, for the quest and it is compatible with everyone's music libraries right you can load up mp3s on there it'll it'll build the um, build the maps to your tracks um, and it's just so good and it was totally overshadowed by some really really good games that came out later on like beat saber um, you know and you know all the other million rhythm games you know synth riders and all that um but it's it's so good it's really really good and it doesn't look like it from from this trailer but it, it really is a super ton of fun so have you played this either you guys i mean i played it way back when um i wouldn't say i'm a big rhythm you know game guy uh, i found it kind of like, like my time is so limited so mm -hmm. for me to so for me to like jump into a game and be compelled to keep playing it it either has to has a you know great gameplay loop or a compelling story that i just can't wait to finish and you know see what's going on mm -hmm. um rpgs tend to hook me just because mechanics and storyline and whatever mm -hmm. so so it's not my style of game um but that's not to say i can't enjoy it like i do i did really enjoy beat saber but i'm not like i have free time i can't wait to play beat saber that's i'm not that yeah. guy yeah. Um, so when I tried it, I was not very enthusiastic about it. Um, I did like the fact that, yes, you know, using your own music is huge because uh, the audio collection in a rhythm game will make or break it. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's a good point. Yeah. So having your own collection is huge. But I, I found mechanically it just wasn't that exciting. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It coming to Quest is definitely a big deal, but... Mm -hmm every quest owner already owns Beat Saber. And yeah. at the end of the day, when they're looking at the two of them, are they going to pick Audio Shield? Yeah, I don't know. I, have, I haven't played true. it, you know, but I know Beat Saber is fucking good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't know. Audio, Audio Shield is good. It's not as intense. But the what makes it really good, strangely enough, is their use of, like, haptics. Um, you know, the way these these things hit your shields and then the way that, that they made the controller vibrate and stuff, it's just, it's super cool. And it's it's a lot of fun. And you just get to, you know, listen to music that you love and, and, and play a VR game. Uh, that's totally place? beautiful. Um, I don't know, because it's not out yet. Um, I'm not, oh, it is out yet. It is actually out and it's 20 bucks. 20 bucks? So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's not too I think bad. it's great. Yeah, I think it's great for 20 bucks because, you know. Yeah um what's next uh so swords of gura is that how you how you pronounce that swords i think of it's gura? gura you know gura. I, talk, I think it's I, okay I, I talk to the developer all the time and i've never asked that question oh. <laughs> so if i'm saying it wrong oops sorry so so who's the developer of uh, uh so, so i speak to so the company is listed as devster uh, the guy i always talk to his name is devin um, I, I know oh, he has some okay. other people helping him, um, but I don't, you know, I wouldn't say, uh, I can't say the size or scope of the team. Mm -hmm. So so give us a synopsis of the game. Uh, so it's a, it's a VR melee fighting game. Um, I know instantly everyone's mind is probably going to Iron Lights, but it's mm -hmm. nothing like Iron Lights. Uh, this is, so it lets you play, uh, you could do team games. Now it's it's releasing in early access on Tuesday. So um, it's still, I'll, I'll be completely honest, it's still pretty rough. Mm -hmm. um, it, it needs, like mechanically it's there, it's solid. Um, it probably needs a little bit of balancing. What it's missing right now is jumping into it and being like, oh, okay, this is a complete 
game. Like you jump into Iron Lights, that's not an early access release, and right. it's like okay, single player, multiplayer, uh, pick a I match, feel you. I pick feel a character, you. and you just go through it. Right now, this is an early access release, so this is what you're gonna, you know, if you know what a PC early access release mm -hmm. tends to look like, that's what this looks like. Um, but that aside, I did uh, a tournament for the game uh, this weekend. Uh, they were having, you know, it's kind of like a friendly tournament, you know, Hell yeah. their discord. They said, hey, we're looking for some people who's down. I threw my name in the hat and I, I got my ass beat. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty cool. So you have there's not classes or anything like that. Um, just to jump back to the iron lights and so it's a grow for a second. I kind of it's kind of like rec room versus Pavlov. Like, that's the disparity between Iron Lights and Swordzagura. Uh, oh, wow. It is uh, free locomotion, uh, you know, physics-based, skill-based fighting. It does have that mechanic when your, your uh, weapon hits something, it will shatter, and you can't strike anything until it reforms. But unlike uh, Iron Lights, where you have to just pull back and then it reforms, this is a timed uh, mm, until it reforms. I really like the pullback mechanic. Because it makes it skill-based just to get your fucking weapon back. You know, yeah. it's like you're out there, ooh, I got to get this back now. Ooh, and it becomes, like, very intense, and you really choose wisely when you're going to strike. It uh, it also prevents people from doing, like, the sword wiggle. Right, Like, right. like you'd do in Skyrim mm -hmm. VR. You'd be like, yep. wiggle, 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 hit the guy a hundred times. Yes. Which, um, if, <laughs> if you're doing that in Skyrim, by the way, you are doing yourself a disservice. Like, knock it off, fight mm -hmm. that creature like a man. Don't, don't, who cares if you, like, set the difficulty level to easy. That's what I did. I, like, set the difficulty level to easy so I didn't have to hit a creature, like, a hundred fucking times to kill it. Like, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense, you know? I made it to him, yeah, I yeah. hit that thing a few times, he's going down. And mm -hmm. I just walk around like the ultimate badass dragonborn just tearing everybody up. It's great. <laughs> so they have, you know, they're working on some game modes. They're they're working on some single player components to it, um, but they're really not there. So right now you have like a, a team slayer and a slayer, um, and you just pick the weapon you want. And there's a whole bunch of different weapons. Like there's a big giant glaive, and there's a spear. Uh, you, there's an axe. You can dual wield. When you dual wield, you're much slower, so your walk speed slows down. And, um, like, one thing that, you know, I noticed really helps, depending on your play style, if you have room scale to take advantage of, you know, you can you can really punch out some quick moves. Nice. Like you duck and get in there really fast. Get behind so, somebody. Yes. Yeah, so, so, like, uh, your physical skill level, you know, it will factor in. Dude, yeah. we're going to be seeing some arena scale co-location co VR shit going down in the next few years. I'm super stoked, man. And I'm going to be out there. By the yes. way, hit me up for this next tournament because I'm super down. That sounds fun. And it's team-based too, right? Isn't it like four-on-four four or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So so they've messed around and they've tried this, like, see how high they can go and, like, throw, like, 20 and 20. Um, <laughs> but, but but things think like the server doesn't handle it too well and things start to go so i don't i don't remember what they settled on i don't know if they settled on eight verse eight or keeping it 10 verse 10 or four verse four wow. i cannot remember but they do get pretty large scale like i've been in some of those larger hectic battles like you know a 10 person free-for-all mm -hmm. and you're just getting hit in back of the head constantly yeah uh, it's cool i'm just you know i'm scared of the vr multiplayer curse where, you know, like, no one buys it because they're like, oh, it probably won't have a player base. Right, and yeah. if no one buys it, it doesn't have a player base. Right. And, you know. Yeah. Right. What's next, Skiva? 
Definitely a double whammy. Um, how about we go to these uh, ET controllers? Um, so these things, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right either. No, but no, these you are. Got it. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Awesome. So yeah, these are buttonless um, uh, controllers that are kind of like the knuckles, but you know, no thumb pads. There's a touch pad on the top and the whole thing is all um, um, sensitive to touch. Mm-hmm. And it's, it seems pretty cool, but I'm not exactly sure how you would how you would kind of replace the buttons. That's the part I'm really curious about in this. And we, we did get a, a, a chance to play with these at uh, VRX mm-hmm. um, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. So. It's funny because we're halfway like at sneak preview towards my tomorrow's news video because a lot of these topics are overlapping. Uh, So so all of this stuff is fresh in my mind because I was just working on this. Uh, The ET controllers, uh, I mean, they do look pretty cool. Uh, Mm. I mean, they're sleek. Um, They seem to track really well. Uh, So, I mean, that's good. The, The problem is I can't see them as a valid index competitor because... Uh, one, yes, you don't have those extra buttons. And they did say, oh, well, you know, you can map gestures to a button click. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, mm, VR controllers are really standardizing right now. They're finally standardizing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like if you don't match, you're going to have compatibility issues. Mm-hmm. So that that's one. And then I'm not going back to a thumbstick. Um, excuse me, uh, a trackpad. A t- yeah. I need, yeah, I need the stick. Uh, I'm sorry. I hated my OG Vive wands. I mm-hmm. hated the wands, and I'm not going back. Um, <laughs> and then it doesn't look like they're going to be cheap. Um, I mean, again, we, right. don't re- we don't really know, but you take the Kickstarter campaign pricing, you know, and you look at that, and you say like, you can't make the release a hundred bucks cheaper than the Kickstarter no, campaign, because because no. people will be like, are you kidding me? You guys are jerks. Why would you do that to me? I supported you. Mm-hmm. So the price has to be roughly the same. Um, I and mean, it's like two hundred bucks, right? And then more than that. I, I think it was like yeah, yeah. I it was in it was in uh, pounds, so I don't know what the conversion mm-hmm. is. Yeah, but I, close to I do think they are yeah. close. Yeah, they are more expensive than the knuckles. Which well, is and they hit their Kickstarter crazy. goal too, so people definitely yeah. did it. They fucking yeah. they got it, and they're going for stretch goals now. And uh, we have a link for it too. So check it out if you want to, if you haven't already contributed, which I imagine you probably had by now. Yeah. Um, These could be cool for, you know, for, for people that don't game. I mean, some stuff I can imagine having a set of these like on my table or whatever and picking them up for like horizon, you know, or like, Mm -hmm. or like some social thing, like, um, big big screen, screen. whatever, you know, like you don't need to go anywhere. You want your hands, you want fingers, you want it to be lightweight. Like, I think it would be a really good thing for that. It's not a knuckles replacement at all. Saying that it's like the knuckles gives you an idea of its functionality. Um, at least helps you like, you know, kind of like imagine how it works and what it does. Um, but that's a pretty steep price tag just to have like a little Absolutely. bit of convenience in your social VR platform, you know, mm-hmm. but we're speaking as consumers there. Are, these really are probably enterprise focused primarily, um, maybe for training things like, I don't know, for barista training, teaching how to make a coffee or something way easier just to slide those over your hands and do it real yeah. quick than having touch controllers in your hands or whatever. So, you know, I and, think in and the, the knuckles, the, there is a little bit of a learning curve to the knuckles. Mm-hmm. Big time. I'm still getting used to them. The ET controllers do look a little bit more natural. I, I will give them that. Uh, I know some people have tried them said that the, the immediate finger tracking was more accurate. I, I feel like Valve kind of like 
you know, leaves a few things out. Like, you know, like they, they give you technology with so many options and then don't tell you what the options are. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like it was like a few days later, I found Valve's page of like, well, no, this is how we recommend you use the knuckles. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, put your thumb here, then strap it tight. Mm -hmm. And then, and then once you get that, they feel great. Mm -hmm. And like, and when finger tracking isn't working, you know, you do this a couple of mm -hmm. times and all of a sudden it's like magic. It, it starts working correctly, but there, nothing tells you this. You have to look for this information. Right. Yeah. Right. True that. And you know what? Um, the ET controllers, uh, when we tried them, I honestly, it was like a not functioning super properly. So I, I'm sure they've come a long way since then. Um, but uh, the main thing with those for me right now is that the current iteration is three DOF. It's not six DOF. And if you yeah. want to get six DOF functionality, you need to put vibe trackers on those motherfuckers, yeah. which A, makes them way bigger and clunkier. And B, is not cheap. I wanted to get yeah. vibe trackers to do the well, Dexmo thing. Yeah, well, so they said they're going to be. They're gonna build them into the controller, the bug well, tracking. But it's not there now. Yeah, you know? I know. I know. So the yeah. one that you buy today is, is not gonna have that. And if you want to use that in six off VR, you're gonna to need to put five trackers on it. And if you don't have that, you ain't doing it. You're not yeah. gonna spend the money. That, that makes them so expensive. It's completely ridiculous. It's really, yeah. really, really expensive nah, at that they'll, point. They'll so. definitely be built in yeah. for the yeah. well, uh, consumer good. product. Nice. Next. Nice. So. Thing. So Oculus has been in the news a lot lately, and one of the reasons is they have a, some new home environments, right? They have a space environment, and they also have um, a new pass-through environment where you can use your own your own place as as a home environment, well, in black and white, right? So yeah, right. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool because you get to just put on the headset. You you know you can you can see around you. You're not tripping over anything. So. I'm glad we got a black and white version of that before we got a full color realistic version. Like give us a little stepping stone, give yeah. us a feeling of progression, yeah. you know, it's, then we can talk yeah. about the time that it was black and white and be like, oh, yeah. I, I remember when past through was black and white and we were looking, still looking at a screen. And we didn't have the, <laughs> the whatever the fuck is going to be in the future for VR. Well, the index, the index does it in full color. Oh really? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can just dub, double click the system button, and then you just see the world. You know, it's a little obviously less on the resolution side, but it looks great. It looks beautiful. That is sick. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was was a pretty cool um, um, thing that they did. Um, you know, I really like the space station environment that they put in there. It's super awesome. I'm I'm that big space guy as it is. So yeah, I really thought it was super pretty. See, I'm I'm one of these guys that I'm really happy they do this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to keep making something, otherwise it gets stale, yeah. especially like these days. Like if something's two days old, kids are like, yeah, it's super old. You know, I'm bored right. with it. Um, for me personally, I don't care. Like when mm -hmm. I put on my quest, um, I'm getting into a game like instantly. I'm, I'm, I'm using it. I don't have time to fool around with background environments and stuff. And, you know, I did with my index in the past. Now I really just don't care. Like I don't <laughs> have time. I don't have time. I don't have time for that. But I'm really happy they do it. You know, I, I'm yeah. glad it's there. It just it impacts me zero. No, uh, the big thing for me, I think, is like if you wanted to watch like YouTube or whatever with your quest, you can do it and still be able to like see if somebody enters in the door or over there yeah. or whatever. You yeah. know, or yeah. like have that like connection to the room around you when you're like using your quest for things other than gaming. I think is like really the primary function that that's going to be used for, and that's awesome. You know, I'm yeah. I'm still. Like I said, I'm trying to get on your level, Skiva, when it comes to uh, the implementation of that stuff into my life, because that dude always uses his quest for everything. <laughs> I do, man. I love that thing. It's great. Now, now do, you, <laughs> do you have an index or anything else? or just I do. Quest? Okay. I have an index. Uh, yeah. So and... the index has spoiled me so much that the second I put on the quest, I'm like, ugh. I feel oh, wow. Like, 
I'm like, this thing See, feels terrible. It, that can go any way, either way, though, because I feel like the quest can spoil you to not having a cable, you know. And and if I if I can hop into my quest and I can get a mm -hmm. comparable, um, I can get a comparable experience through virtual desktop, you know, from a link cable, and there's no wires at all. Um, I think that's it's amazing. I went through Half Life Alex twice, once with my index, and then once wirelessly with my quest, and I really really enjoyed so it. I I had um, a Vive Pro previously with the wireless adapter. Nice. There you go. And um, I didn't like my Vive Pro for a couple of reasons. And I was so like completely willing to take the cable for the difference from the index uh, between the index and the Vive Pro. One, for whatever reason, the Vive Pro was a flamethrower on my face. Mm. It, was, it, it was so bad that the day I got it, I contacted HTC, which is another shit show. Oh, but geez, I contacted yeah. them, and it took forever to get a replacement. But uh, I said, oh, no, this is so hot, it's burning my face. I'm like, I can't wear this thing for more than, like, 30 minutes. Mm. And they're like... No, it's definitely defective. We'll send you a new one. So after fighting with them for a month, I get a new one. Um, and, and I know it's a new one. It's sealed and everything. And same exact thing. It is just as hot. So I'm just like, ah, oh, this thing sucks. So oh, wow. it, it, it was always uncomfortably warm for me. And some people online are like, I don't know what you're talking about. The index is hotter. And I, maybe it's the way it sits on my face, whatever. But also it's just a combination of the foam, which is like, is a sweat magnet. Uh, it just soaks up all your sweat. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you have headphones on. So, you know, you're, you're keeping everything tight, you know, tight. So mm -hmm. And then, yes, the wireless adapter adds a little heat, but it was straight on the lens. Like, it, it was, that's where I got hot, my face, which is like, I felt like I was wow. sunbathing. I felt like, you know, like I was, that's, I was, yeah, that's fucked it's up. too much. That's fucked up. And I have a Vibe Pro and I do not have that issue. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, you know, I felt if I if I took the you know the uh, IPD relief and you know put the lens further out, there would be like more air flow, mm -hmm. and then it wouldn't be as hot. Mm -hmm. But that kills your FOV. Yeah, so I'm like right. I'm like oh god. So I go with crap FOV or burn my face. So I usually <sighs> keep it in close until I start to get uncomfortable and then pull it out. Mm -hmm. And that's how I managed with my Vive Pro. Damn. So what what did you end up doing with it? Uh, I sold it. I threw it on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I kept I kept my I kept my wireless adapter for a while, thinking, okay, I'm gonna use it with the uh, Cosmos. And I got the Cosmos, and my video is pretty notorious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was I was ranting and raving and losing my shit. Um, I was not happy and especially I wasn't happy because out of the box, I couldn't use my wireless adapter mm. Yeah, you, you had to wait months because it needed a different battery mm. And it's like oh, oh, wow. this is such bull. I'm like, that's the main reason like, you know, I thought it'd be cool It's wireless, you know uh, Sometimes I'm gonna want that freedom and I'll keep it the tracking made it unusable You know the tracking was horrendous and now if you look at the elite you're like, okay, kind of, sort of, you know, the Elite with the wireless adapter. It, it's something that no one else has. Um, but yeah. but it's too expensive. Yeah, I'm trying to get a wireless yeah. adapter for my Vive Pro, but I ain't trying to buy it. 
Yeah. You feel me? So HTC, if you're listening, hit me <laughs> up, yo. Yeah, <laughs> back on Twitter. Come they on. Don't like they don't like me anymore. So. Uh, well, I haven't talked. They don't like people. So. And I I use my Vibe Pro <laughs> on my stream all the time, which of course doesn't have views, but <laughs> I expect it to soon. So hit me up, HTC. <laughs> uh, what do we got? Well, so so another reason that you that you want to keep your quest um, close close to your heart is uh, that they that it came out that there is a, a Unity SDK uh, reference to shared space colocation API, which means, and we all knew that coloing uh, with the Quest was eventually going to be possible because they did it at OC five, I think right with dead and buried where yeah. everyone runs around in the yep. same room and you see you know you see the person but as a character and you're in a different world um you know and there's obviously space pirate arena coming and some different games uh, i think triton vr is one um but but this is big because you know there will be an official um sdk from oculus for people to start putting out experiences like this which is huge for for having a quest for having a wireless you know headset with a built-in computer i i want to be able to go places and play with my friends so mm -hmm. i think it's awesome yeah i think it's awesome too yeah i've been trying to get my garage cleared out just for when that happens um you know mm -hmm. i have been talking to the the space pirate trainer or space pirate arena guys um yeah i've spoken to them for a while Nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, they, I got a message for them recently because things are delayed because everything in the world is delayed right, right now. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and I was like, yeah, I was like, that's all right. It gives me more time to clean out my garage. But yeah, I'm ready to get a friend over. That'll be months before that happens too. Get a friend mm -hmm. over, you know, go uh, quest the quest and run around the garage like idiots. That'd yeah. be amazing. I'm yeah. really yeah. looking forward to that as well. Yeah. And just having all the indie developers be able to take stabs mm -hmm. at this stuff, there's somebody's going to end up striking gold with something and it's going to be super, super fun. And maybe yeah. it'll be some outside the box shit where it's like, I don't know, like hide and seek or something like that. And like, you can't see them until you get like within their proximity, you know, like not a shooter, it's not a bad not, idea, not a fighter. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you guys listening. There you go. There's a free one. Hit me up. <laughs> all right. What do we got next? So, so sticking on the Oculus thing, uh, OC7 was unfortunately canceled. Um, Oculus Connect 7, which is kind of where, where Oculus brings in, you know, press and content creators and, um, and people to check out all their new uh, innovations and, and um, you know, they make big announcements. So it's unfortunate. And this is a big one because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people really look forward to this conference. So really really bummer so bad to that man yeah. like the yeah. second i walked out of oc6 i was making plans to go to oc7 like instant i was like dude hell yeah cannot wait to come back to this yeah. it was a party with all of your favorite vr people dude and it was so fun and i'm super sad that it's not happening this year mm -hmm. yeah. so i feel like this whole year has been like me preparing to go back to oculus connect and now it's not happening and i'm just like super super bummed yeah, no, I know what you're saying because I just went to um, PAX East two months ago, uh, and that was the that was the first event I've ever gone to, and I was immediately like, "Oh, PAX West, yep, signing up for that." Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I, I'm going to everything. <laughs> uh, I definitely wanted to go to to you know OC7 because I am friendly with a lot of YouTubers, uh, and it's just it's just so amazing to meet these people in in real life. Uh, it's exactly what you said. It's a party, and it's uh, fun, dude. It, it sucks, man. Like things, the, the world has to come back to normal because I'm, I'm still gonna lose it. Yeah, dude. You know? Yeah. Well, and For now sure, it's gonna be man. all digital. 
which definitely sounds like not VR, and we'll probably just be watching a bunch of videos of announcements and conferences. Man, I'll tell you what. If if Facebook lets this happen without putting out Horizon and showing people what Facebook Horizons can do, then they missed the biggest PR event stunt that they've ever that that there ever would be i mean think about think about this like well man i don't know i mean maybe they could maybe they could still pull it off i mean it's supposed to be coming out soon right i mean they really really need they need to make this work they need to show the world that this is a viable social platform and you know and why not do that by bringing their own conference into it so i mean mean, even if they do it like big screen style you know, I, like usher people into a virtual auditorium mm-hmm. where you're sitting next to people and see people's reactions and, you know, kind of still hear people a little bit, um, you know, so you get that same energy as if you're there live. Uh, I mean, that would be awesome. You know, even that. But who knows? I mean, other people are saying that, yeah, this is when we'll see yeah. Horizon, but I don't know. Mm-mm. It ain't ready. They were not prepared for this shit. This whole time they've been preparing to do it in the real world, you know, so now they yeah. had to like stop all forward progress like oc6 was a fucking production dude that was dialed like it was like i don't know man uh you can do anything with enough money anything the (laughs) sky the sky is limit and let me tell you when when people are under the gun like my company we got probably nine thousand people working uh remotely from home in like five days um, so when you got to do something, you know, mm-hmm. you, you got to do it, but they're not, I really don't think they're going to, I agree I with know. you guys for the record. I'm just playing devil's advocate here because like, I just don't see it happening. Like, of course we all want it. We're praying for that, but like, yeah. and we haven't even heard of anything. So maybe they've been like waiting to drop horizons at the, you know, at OC six and they might be like, or at OC seven, it might be like, Hey everyone, it's live, go get in there. And maybe they'll have some room set up. Maybe that'd be cool. But be. I'm I'm very doubtful. But it would it's be really cool. It's also a money thing. Like you know, is it cost effective? Right. To, to just put in the effort and the time and the money. Right. Yeah, when they can just the put thing. the information out with a video and save millions or whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. keep going, man. I feel like well, we're doing pretty good. How's our yeah, pace right sure. now? Are we cruising through this list? Uh, yeah, we're we're at about forty-eight minutes or so. So yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. I okay. think we'll. I think we'll do all right. So we got um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was this Blaston game. Um, so so this should be interesting. There is a a game coming out by uh, what's the name of the developer for Resolution this? Resolution Games. Resolution Games. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes, so yes. this one is kind of a two-parter, and there's a lot of speculation here right now. We were talking about it before Mateo came in uh, to our pre-call, and. Um, I'll start by saying um, if you have uh, Skiva, the footage that they released as oh. like their, their yes. teaser, and they, they basically said like, hey, we're working on a secret project. Check this shit out. And in as you can see in this video, there are a ton of people in this room. Like, yeah. there's like there's like 12 to 15 people in this room all ducking and diving all over the place. So naturally, I'm like, holy shit. Like, what are you guys doing in there? You know, like that looks amazing. And then they dropped this trailer for blast on and on twitter i jump into the comments of course because i've been waiting for an announcement from them and i'm like yo what's going on is this that that secret project you guys had and they're like yep this is it so it's interesting because a lot of people uh, are perceiving this trailer as like a 1v1 shooter experience but when you see a 
teaser that has that many people in the same room. I can't help but feel like they did that to like show a functionality of people playing together, right? Like, would they really put like all these people playing one v one in the same room just to like hype us up with some false hope of a co-location like ten player game? I, I think there's a good chance co-location, you know, may be an aspect to this game. Um, you know, even if it's not, it does look pretty cool and exciting. They really haven't said too much. Uh, they did mention that it's supposed to be a very active shooter. So it looks like you're going to be dodging bullets. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to be run running in circles, uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we got to wait and see. Is it going to be something more like Space uh, Space Pirate Arena or is it just a 1v1, you know, Dude, their heads are on a dog. swivel up in there, dude. Like, their heads are on a swivel. They aren't looking at one guy like this. They are like, what the fuck? Like, what's coming next? Like, they are looking all over the place. So maybe yeah. it's something where, like, like phew, he phases in over there, and then I can get, like, an audio cue, phew, and he, like, comes up, and they're like, phew, 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 like, gopher, <laughs> you know, like, coming out. You got to be, like, ready, something like that. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But uh, I'm really hoping that it involves a lot of people. I think yeah. that's what they were trying to to display there. Maybe it's not co-location. I'd be fine with that. I don't care because you have a VR headset on. You can't see the people anyway. We can meet yeah. online. Totally cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. like Akron, bro, like Akron Attack of the Squirrels is their game. And that game is all about bringing a whole bunch of people together. Yeah. They're trying to get as many people as they can into a game. So I, I really feel like this is going to be a much larger scale than a 1v1. I hope so, man, because, you know, looking at that footage with all the people, uh, I want I just want to know what the heck's going on in there. So fingers <laughs> crossed, true. fingers crossed. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like them. So I'm, I'm at this point, my expectations are high. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's another, there is another shooting game coming out a five versus five cross platform Pavlov style first person shooter in PC and PSVR and the PSVR version is going to have aim support. And this game is called Alvo. Alvo. Alvo and, VR. Dude, yes. This is a huge, 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 huge deal. Aim support, PSVR, mm -hmm. first-person shooter with tactical. This is a firewall destroyer. Firewall will die when this game comes out if it's good because it's 5v5 aim controller compatible cross platform so you can mm -hmm. have a psvr and play with your homie who dropped all the cash on a computer and has a pc vr setup and refuses to play his PC psvr firewall because he's not wasting all that time in those lobbies and he's not going to take the knock on resolution when he has a 1200 dollars headset upstairs so this is mm -hmm. a big fucking deal man this is going to bring a two huge communities of first person shooter lovers together and with aim support it's a done deal because the aim controller is so awesome it is so good it feels like a gun in your hands and uh you don't need to move all over the place because you have dual analogs on that thing man so uh, i'm super 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 excited for this i have friends who are psvr owners who i would never play again with because i'm not playing my psvr now that i'm a pc vr owner and this is gonna bridge that gap and I've been waiting for mm -hmm. something like this to happen, and I'm super stoked. Really, really, really hope it's good. I really hope it's good. What, what was the name of it? I actually haven't heard of it. Alvo, A-L-V-O. Gonna have to look it up. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I usually don't get caught off guard like that. All right, oh. I'll check it out.
Oh, right on. I, it looks it looks great. I mean, it looks it looks beautiful. It looks like um, it does like look like a firewall type of you know firewall competitor for sure. Mm. It looks great. So I'm excited to play yeah. this because Cross yeah, platform for sure. is huge. It's, it's huge. currently yeah. it's currently required in VR. Like yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it is there's VR still too niche. Yep. You know, to, to spread things too thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's hard to take a little pile of people and, and, and then divide that up into multiple. You yeah. know, it's just not, there's not and enough. The, and the PlayStation VR community is big. It's yep. huge, dude. Yeah. And there's yeah. there's two flat games that I play with um, friends, like, you know, friends from home and stuff like that, that I play because they are cross-platform. Like, that is the reason why I play that game. Like, yeah. there are other games that I could play, but I play Rocket League because I can play with anybody on any system, and I play Smite because I can play it with anybody on any system. And it's about the community. So this yeah. is... I, dude, I think this is going to be a huge deal. I really yeah. do. If it's good, it has to be good. That's the thing. Firewall sure. is good. That's sure. why they have such a strong community because the game is solid. Like yeah. you might be waiting in lobbies forever, but goddamn, it, it is fun. It's really fun. <laughs> and PSVR doesn't have anything like it. I've only yeah. used the PSVR once ever, and that was at PAX. I got a demo of Sniper Elite VR. Uh, the, I mean, the, the the gun is pretty cool, but I'm missing a stock. Like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I wanted. It's mm. so light and you kind of, you hold it like floaty in front of your body type deal. Um, you know, I, I wish it had a stock. That, that's I, the only thing. Dude, I put one on there and honestly, I thought it was not good at all. As soon as you I know? put it on there, I was like, oh. I see why they designed this the way they did, especially with the optical tracking of the PSVR, because if all of a sudden you start floating and you need to make an adjustment and you can't pull your gun from your right side to your left side because there's a yeah. big ass piece of plastic sticking out, you can't yeah. do shit. You need to be able to pull your gun up and get it like this, you know, but that stock is like tink, 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 hitting my headset all the time yeah. when I'm trying to put my gun up to, to aim down the sights. And I didn't feel like it added anything. So uh, it, I, it felt totally hindered to me. Now, there's some people who swear by stocks. They make the shit out of PVC pipes at home and they love it, yeah. wrap it in fucking duct tape and stuff. But I personally would not recommend it. I think that it's really nice to be able to pull your gun in front of you like an Uzi, you yeah. know. Rather than like a rifle. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. there is there's pros and cons. I mean, like uh, I remember when I was playing Half Life, Alex. Uh, towards the end, I remember I was fighting one guy, and I just poked my hand, you know, out the door and and shot him yeah, like this. Yeah, dude. Um, so you know, like yeah, like stock would get in the way with stuff like that. But uh, some competitive shooters, man, it helps aim so much. But until you get familiar with it. Uh, it's a hindrance and and you're going to come across scenarios where it doesn't always line up with your guns Mm -hmm. so when you when you you know when Mm -hmm. you're reloading and you lock your your you know your your gun back in your hands aren't where they're supposed to be so they're Mm -hmm. not perfect they're definitely Mm -hmm. not perfect and you know and this is uh this is a really good segue right now actually into talking about virtual battlegrounds if you can cue that up for us skiba because this game just dropped this week and they did a beta where i think pretty much everybody could get in there and play for free if they wanted to and i got in there at that time and played it and had a really good time with it um but the reason why I want to talk about this is because I was watching uh, Rage Sack on on Twitch. If you're familiar with him, he's awesome. He's the guy who's swinging the Darth Maul saber around super hardcore. He has great streams, and he is super helpful, by the way, on, yes. on Live Discord. I was having issues with Live, and I went on there, and like the second I made a post, Rage Sack, pow, right there, ready to help me, answering all my questions. Super, super he legit. Shout out me. to him. 
yeah. he is the fucking he is the homie dude so check him out go subscribe to rage sack he's awesome and he's climbing the leaderboards in this new PUBG for vr called virtual battlegrounds and i was watching his stream and he had a pro tube and he was making that shit look cool dude like that made me want to stock watching him play virtual battlegrounds and like disattaching it and like grabbing weapons and ammo and he was just super smooth with all of his mo movements and the game looks pretty awesome dude did you play it mateo yeah so i was actually part oh, yeah. of yeah yeah I two community events um, you know, to for alpha testing, beta testing of this game. Uh, the last one I was actually in with Raid Shack. I never met him in game though. We were playing for like a couple hours, and I never came across him. Um, but yeah, so we were in the same event, and we were playing for a while. So I, I put in about five hours into the game, and it, you know, it's it has a great foundation. Mm -hmm. It ha it has a really good foundation, um, and between the two alpha tests. Uh, like issues that came up, they're like, oh, let us know your issues. The developers are great. They're super receptive. And if you tell them, listen, I thought this stunk, they don't get defensive. They're like, yeah, no, we'll work on that. You know, so so they have great attitudes. They're, they're you know, they're, they're in the right mental space. They understand their capabilities, their limitations, what's not perfect. Um, so between the two tests, like the first play session I had, was a lot of fun, but we're like, oh man, they gotta they gotta work on some of these bugs. And the second session, those bugs were fixed, but we met some new bugs. Mm. Um, I I had some pretty uh, funny ones, which they've already fixed. But I was spawning outside of the helicopter, so mm. in like one scenario, I had to swim to land, and, <laughs> and you actually have to do this. And it, it took me like three minutes of just yeah. doing this as best I could to get the land. And my team is like, Matt, you're not even on the map. I'm like, I'm, com I'm coming. I'm coming. But um, so like, you know, occasionally the bugs were, um, you know, were getting under my skin. They were ruining the experience. Mm. Um, now, when it comes to that, you know, you got they have to stamp out those bugs. And you could still have fun in it right now, but they have to stamp out those bugs or, you know, people are in the community eventually going to get upset. Mm -hmm. If you Gamer lose tag, uh, yeah. VR, thanks for joining us in the chat, brother. What's up, GG? Huge fans. Um, you know, the thing that I really liked is like, of course, it's, it's a battle royale and all that, but it has like the classic like VR climbing mechanics and watching what people are doing with climbing is fucking hilarious, man. It is super good. Like, you know, you start getting shot at in a building and you climb up on, on the roof and now you're like up on the roof, looking down at people. Like people are climbing up into windows and shooting into windows and stuff from the outside. Like I, I think it's hilarious. Dude. The climbing, yeah. The climbing <laughs> mechanic is great. And what's funny is a lot of people don't realize they can do it. Mm. And then like randomly people are like, wait, look at this. Like in the lobby, people are climbing the walls. Um, it's, yeah, no, it, it's definitely good. They have a, a very aggressive roadmap. And I'm like, if they meet, even if they don't like meet the dates on their road, because I don't think they have solid dates on the roadmap. Mm -hmm. But even if they, you know, if, if it takes them a year or even a year and a half to put out everything they have on that roadmap, that, that's fine because it's a very aggressive roadmap. And if they get everything they're saying, like, they, oh, we want to do a zombies mode. Uh, you know, we want to do a capture the flag mode. They, you know, they want to do a couple different game modes, um, and then they want to do vehicles and weapons. Sweet. Vehicles would be dope. Yeah, vehicles. Would it's be, a big yeah. map. Yeah, it mm. is a big map. Uh, vehicles would be pretty crazy. Um, and, and you know, like, but that first part is just like 
like I got really pissed one time because I just couldn't get a clip out of my pouch. Mm. And I'm in a firefight and I hit the guy a couple times and I duck behind a house and I'm sitting there going, mm-hmm. and I'm just cursing to my teammates <laughs> and I get shot from the other side by somebody oh, else. That's the worst. And, and then she's like, you know, you, I mean, I'm not taking it that serious. You know, I wasn't in super competitive mode, but it's frustrating. Yeah. And then definitely, so like, there was some glitch one time that someone killed us after they died. Oh. where which was yeah which was frustrating like the dead body was on the ground just still shooting yep and yeah yeah and you just see like a dead body Weird. with a gun doing and yeah, i don't like I, I, I can't even say what actually happened but um and i you know it's it's funny because i hit record immediately after i died mm. so i don't even have the footage to send them to be like what what happened here mm. um but yeah, I mean, I know they're working on it. Uh, I was actually just talking to them the day before they launched their game. I was talking to one of the developers, and uh, they're they're you know like they really want to make this game succeed. Mm-hmm. So. And the thing that the really the main reason why I wanted to talk about it is because multiplayer VR games, um, like Mateo mentioned before the show, really do have like a reputation of having like empty lobbies, and it's like I'm not going to buy that because mm-hmm. I'm never going to be able to get a game. But yeah. people are playing this game right now. Like there are full lobbies, like tons of people in there i so far people are not having a hard time playing it so that could be incentive you know if you are frustrated not being able to get multiplayer games um virtual battleground seems to be popular right now so uh i think this is the time to play it if you want to full lobbies. yeah yeah i'm excited to see where this game goes because it, it definitely has a lot of potential it, you know it reminded me a little bit of standout uh besides you know they don't, they don't have any climbing and standout but um but yeah, I mean, it looks great. I think it's just the beginning for this game. And like mm-hmm. you said, they have an aggressive uh, roadmap. So I'm really looking forward to see where, it, where they're going to take it. So. Yeah. I mean, I told people, I said, listen, if you have any interest, but you're not ready to pull the trigger, wish list it, come back in a month, see mm. what the reviews are, see if there's still a community and then go from there. Hey, and there's keys Smart. floating around too. You know, like yeah. I, I got a key by watching Braves uh, Rage Sacks stream and he did a giveaway and I won it and I was super, super stoked because I obviously I can't afford to buy every single VR game that comes out. So I got to get crafty. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about spending the money, get active in the VR community, join some streams and then start poking around because the the codes are floating around out there. I Develop, think I'm actually developers want to play the games. There you go. Boom. Yeah, watch watch yeah, Mateo. Just, just, just He's going to give away some keys soon. So there you, there you have it. Yeah. I love so it. It's, so it's a garage too. Should happen. There should be some keys. Hey, what's up, dude? Well, I should, I'll yeah. hit him up first, but I'm trying to get in there. So how's it going? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're I, friends I, now. I tend to, like, I tend to avoid the whole giveaway thing because I don't want people just showing up just for giveaways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, if you like my content, great. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, but I, I don't want to be attracting the wrong crowd, like type mm. thing. But when I get mm. keys, generally, you know, people who are really active in my Discord channel or people who just randomly help me and stuff, you know, I ask them if they'd be interested in leftover keys. I, I, I always give out whatever, you know, I'm not going to use in my Discord channel. Nice. Yes. Well, I'll tell you well, what, people you like go. free shit and they will do whatever they need to to get it. They'll spend a little bit of yep. time chilling in your chat and realize that they love you during that time. And then definitely head over, hours. head Not over to Mateo's Discord server. Sure. Mm-hmm. If you want some, want some good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, um, there was this killer killer deal that just that that happened and i think tonight oh, is i think tonight day. is it yeah but um viveport infinity 
is like $27 right now. If yeah. you don't know what Viveport Infinity is, it's like the Netflix of VR games, right? You pay you pay a, a monthly fee or, you know, one annual fee um, and you have access to like 700 and something games. Now, granted, they're not all great. Some of them are garbage, but there are quite a few good titles. And if you are a type of, you know, if you're someone that doesn't have a huge uh, VR library yet or you're, or you're new to it, this is the best thing you could possibly do. Dude, Drop like 27 up, bucks. And, this and is the best in, value yeah. in VR gaming right now. Like yeah. if, yes. you have, if you have a PC VR headset, do not be stupid. Open up a new tab right now and buy this <laughs> shit while you still have time because it is $2.25 a yes. month. That is pennies bro and yeah there are games being added to it constantly so yep. it is it is so insanely worth it i bought two years because they're just going to keep adding content to it and i really do think we've talked about this before that viport and viport infinity is going to be what keeps htc alive not their hardware they're yes. going to end up hitting that netflix stride and this is going to be a big deal so it's two dollars and fifty cents a month man like yep. don't yeah. don't yep. be stingy you can afford that if you're a vr gamer there are games on there you will not regret it i would say buy that shit while you still have time yeah and and we're we're going to quickly go through um 10 games that that we think are um you know your best um you think best spent time in viveport really well, you know where i want to start and uh i'm surprised that this didn't come up already um is a game that's not currently on viveport infinity um but i think oh, i don't know if it's viveport infinity but it will be on viveport anyway um is uh the new pixel rip game 1995. Mm, yes and i saw i think i saw viveport as well like one of the 1989 is on viveport so oh. pixel rip 19 uh, 1989 is is on there i believe cool, so and they did yeah. just lower the price permanently to $15, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool. But yeah. also, you could pay $2 or $27 right. for the year of Viveport and then go in there and play Pixel Rip 1989, which is a perfect game for Viveport because you're going to knock through it, assuming that you have decent old-school mm -hmm. platforming skills, and then uh, you're going to play 1995, which is coming out next week or like yeah. Friday or some shit. And it is, I think, is going to be super awesome, man. I am super, super excited for this game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be incredible. And there's no better reason to buy into a Viveport subscription than to play this game to get excited for the new one, because you can you can you can pretty much play this game for almost its original cost and then have 700 other titles to play. So, <laughs> yeah, for real. Man. <laughs> so I, I have well, I still have a few years of Viveport subscription. Um, when I first started making content on YouTube, I thought Viveport was such a great deal, and it wasn't even close to as good back then uh, as it is now. You know, it was mm -hmm. almost night and day. But there weren't a lot of VR games out there, and you don't you don't want to spend uh, you know twenty bucks on crap basically. Mm -hmm. So what you know? So I got into Viveport, and I said, "Wow, this is a really good deal." Now you you said you had a Vive Pro, so you get a free year. Um, I had a Vive Pro and a broken Vive Pro, so I ended up getting two years out of that, and it took them over a month to get my Vive Pro mm. replaced, so I complained that they gave me another three months on top of that, and then I had three months from another deal, and, and, and then I did some, um, I don't know, I did some video for HTC, and they sent me another three months, so I had like three and a half years uh, okay. of Viveport subscription, um, and I'm always checking it to see what's on there, and you know, I'm, I was impressed because they started getting really high quality titles 
on five point mm-hmm. uh, even sometimes like um servios's game um the the battleship one um battle wake battle mm-hmm. wake that's it mm-hmm. um like that came up immediately mm-hmm. five point infinity and i was like really like i was considering buying this so awesome um but htc man is is not doing great and um the last time i covered viport infinity it was like crickets you know <laughs> it was like i was like wow and i even you know just to bust shops i went on twitter and uh, i added htc vive and i'm like hey guys what's going on no one cares about infinity anymore you know this video has like a quarter of my normal views what's mm-hmm. going on um they didn't take kindly to that they didn't. <laughs> well i'm expecting it to be a big deal now because that is a yes. deal that i couldn't ignore and i'm sure no. um, thousands um, thousands of other people didn't ignore it too so mm-hmm. we're gonna knock out a list of the games that you should play if you haven't that are yeah. there right now yeah and that first one is pixel ripped 1989 so there definitely is. play that the second one is uh fisherman's tale and this game, um, I'm sure a lot of people have already played through this game, but this game does some weird and really cool things. And it plays with scale really well. And it's uh, very good uh, with its puzzles and making you think. Um, and it, it, was, um, it was picked as game of the year on, uh, on some, some different platforms. I think it was. was it Upload VR? Or... So there was, it's a really good game. So I would mm-hmm. definitely check this one out. I haven't finished it, but I was loving it. I would love to get back in there and and finish this game up. Like I was invested in the story and the mechanics are good. And I also feel like it's approachable. I feel like this is a game that you could just toss on anybody and they would enjoy the experience. Maybe they wouldn't finish it, but you know, you could put like a relative in for a level or two and they would probably have a really good time with it. Mm-hmm. Did you play this, Mateo? I actually have not. So there's a, a list of games uh, like i have a list of games that i really got to get to um because i did put up my you know in my review of 100 plus games one of my recent videos that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. that uh, did really well and i constantly get like the same comments like why the heck isn't blade and sorcery on this list right. or where the hell is gone and mm-hmm. i'm just like and i'm like it's like a broken record it's like this isn't a list of every single vr game ever made <laughs> this is my personal <laughs> collection of 110 games you know that that i mentioned this in the beginning of the video that's pretty fucking but, uh, too, man like that's a lot of games to rank like yeah. great job on that dude yeah i mean uh if if i didn't get enough time in the game or if it was like just a mod or something like that early access i didn't review all like 110 also some of them repeat you know like my oculus store overlaps with uh, my steam you know i have space pirate trainer on everything stuff like that mm-hmm. beat saber on everything so some of them over so it really came out to like 70 games in the review but anyway um so i have that that list of games that i haven't played and this is one of the games on that list you know, mm-hmm. I hear that too. I used to hear Moss all the time. You know, how have yeah. you played Moss? How have you? And then finally, I played it, and I was I immediately emailed the developers, and I was like, that was that was brilliant. Bravo. Bravo. I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, that, that was game. brilliant. Yeah, yeah Moss is dope. Yeah. What's, so the next one on the about? next one on the list here is one that uh, I think Alex recently played. And that's Carly and the Reaper Man, uh, which yeah. is a, a multiplayer experience where one person's in VR and one person is using uh, what um, is on the, 
a gamepad or whatever yeah mm-hmm. so yeah dude yeah. i cannot wait for this um quarantine bullshit to be over because i really want to play this game with you skiva and do like a stream or a video with it because I'd i love guess to it's, do that i guess it's live compatible which would be so oh, awesome oh cool you know? so um this game i yeah. think is really really overlooked and if you have somebody in the house who like maybe isn't as hardcore into vr as you but likes games this is the fucking knockout because it's basically like um you know it kind of feels like you're uh just like playing a normal 3d platformer when you are the other like second player you're playing it on the monitor watching your own perspective you're spinning the camera however you want and you're basically just doing the semi-simple 3d platforming um and then the player in vr is like looking down and it's like if your table was the level you know kind of like a moss character it's like a moss thing where the second player is playing as as the creature you know not you controlling both i mean which is an option by the way you can play that single player and control the character and also manipulate but in vr you're like moving blocks and like setting up ways for the second player to like jump up to new platforms and you're working together to gather all like the resources there's times where the reaper man in vr can like see platforms that the other person can't and you can be like okay no turn to the edge and jump off and they're like what i don't see anything you're like just do it trust me i see a platform that you don't see (laughs) that's pretty cool so it's fucking cool man i played it with my lady and we had a pretty good time so um i want to like get all the way through the game and i want to see how that live enabling looks because that looks i can't even imagine what it would be like to like have me manipulating boxes and stuff like in the video you we're, know, we're gonna yeah we're gonna do that yeah, yeah. stay that's, tuned that's that will happen <laughs> yeah that would be a good like for the kids too you know like if you have a kid who can hold a controller mm-hmm. and play you can like help them and push their character along I, and wave i played most with my kid nice oh, cool yeah i gave her one controller i held the other one and i, I would cast to the tv so That's she could sweet. see what I'm looking at, and she would, you know, she would run around. I don't know if I had her running around or jumping uh, and attacking. One of them. That's awesome. But yeah. So, I mean, she's really That's young. Cool. So it was enough, you know, it's enough to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I put her in Beat Saber, too, and the blocks are just flying over her head. <laughs> <laughs> my kid kids, loves Beat kids Saber. Can crush Beat Saber, dude. They yeah. pick it up fast. She did good. I mean, she's, she's tiny, yeah. my kid, but um, she did pretty good. She's in there. Oh, that's cool. I love <laughs> Man, so so the next game on here, um, I'm sure everyone's really sick of me talking about this game, but I love this game and it's to the top. And <laughs> this game, this game is like, man, it's almost like being Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and and I'll tell you what, this game on a Valve Index at 144 hertz is so good. It's so buttery smooth and everything looks amazing. The sense of speed in this game is phenomenal. The sense of height. Um, I could definitely see people getting, you know, some sickness if they haven't played uh, a whole lot of VR mm-hmm. before. But but if you haven't played to the top, please play this game. It, it is does so have good. a really good, so good sense of height. And the thing that I mm-hmm. think is overlooked about it is it's cooperative and um and yes, like the co-op uh, competitive aspect, features. Sure. Like you can yeah. it's it really has a social vibe to it. Like you can run through a level with your friend and like laugh as you miss the jumps together and shit. Mm-hmm. Or if you're both really good, you can be like, all right, man, first one one to the top wins and that's really yep. what the game is all about it's about yeah. racing other people in there so you guys both yeah. get going and you're like parkour blasting off of stuff like trying to get to the 
end first, and that's as fun as just dicking around with somebody, just getting used to the controls, flying off ledges, and you know, doing all that. Because like like we just said, the sense of of scale and height in that game is is there. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for something new that's actually has like a good social uh, influence, I I would say mm-hmm. this is huge. We should actually do this really soon, Skiva. Oh, dude, I'm always down, always down to run around with someone into the top. It's so good. So much fun, man. I, I don't know why I keep going back to this game. This is one of those games that I go back into um, at least weekly, and I, I try to get one more medal, you know, and, and it's it's really hard. I think I have, like, 125 medals on the Quest and 115 on the on the PC. But, like, I just I want to get them all. But this game is really, really challenging, and, you know, mm-hmm. you, you it takes a lot of playthroughs and um, to earn some of these medals. But it's so good. It's so rewarding. about this, Mateo? Uh, so, so another one on the list. So you guys are killing me. Um, <laughs> I've, seen it, I've looked at it, and I, you know, I, I, I have to fight that. Oh, that's not my style of game. Like, cause, yeah. cause I had that issue with Moss. I had that issue with the climb. Um, you know, where I'm like, oh, a climbing game? Nah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm too, yeah. I'm too cool and manly for that. You know, give yep. me a sword, a gun. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, let's do something like that. Um, but it, it's just, you know, preconceived notions of, you know, what is going to be a fun experience for me. But playing Moss, like I said, was amazing. The climb mm-hmm. was excellent. Um, and again, I look at these as an outsider going, nah, I'm not going to enjoy that. Right. It's not, it's not right. for me. So why doesn't waste, look great. Why waste doesn't my look time? Great at all. Right. Yeah. But you get into them. They're awesome. Right. Yeah, well, and especially and... when you do play this, please turn your turn your index up to 144 hertz, and you will. I mean, just the sense of presence at that at that frame rate is just absolutely insane. And combine that with the speed and the height in this game, and it is, I think, a, a very magical experience. I really and enjoy it. And as a five point infinity subscriber, you don't have yes. to buy it. You can yes. just jump in there and try it. No big deal. That's why we're doing this list. Game. Like these are like zero. Like you just go. Like it's there waiting for you. Like try yep. it. Try. It for 10 minutes 15 minutes whatever it doesn't matter go through like 20 games in a row if you want to like and let's make this next game one of them yeah for sure so the next game we're going to talk about is actually going to be on the platform tomorrow i believe and that's westworld awakening and uh this is a this is a game that's really um people have picked this game over games like um, Asgard's Wrath and things like that, which is which is bananas to me, because uh, I'll tell you personally, I, I played this game and I didn't think it was as good as some of the people that that talk about it. But I think if you're really into Westworld, especially, um, you're really going to enjoy this game. And the, the graphics are good, and the story is pretty good, um, and it's Servios that makes it, so you know it's a quality title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a game to play on your Viveport Infinity subscription. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely. A- great game uh i really enjoyed it um i am a westworld fan i think they did a great job using you know the westworld license it is true to form it is a solid story inside that westworld world um and it basically it plays a lot like outlast so if you were a fan of the flat screen game outlast I mean, Outlast is darker and a lot creepier. And Outlast scared the bejesus out of me, man. That game Outlast. scared me unlike any other. Yeah, Outlast <laughs> is definitely more gore-filled, but yeah. it, this play is very similar. And I thought it was, you know, I, I thought it was excellent because it was just like I went in. I like having a good story. Um, I like being intrigued, and it creeped me out just enough. Like it wasn't honestly. Probably Half-Life Alex was scarier. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it was, 
it was you know creepy enough like it, yeah. it didn't get you to the point where like i'm gonna rip the headset off i can't play this so uh but it, <laughs> yeah. it kept you on that edge i like it that's great man i feel like this... half-life phallus is the good is the good level of it like resident evil 7 my heart's like pounding out of my fucking chest trying to go into a room you know that's like tough. it's yeah. so intense half-life yeah. they they did a great job half-life alex they brought you right to the edge i think mm -hmm. the average person will be just fine yeah yeah you're gonna come out and be like that was creepy but you're gonna be just fine like yep. you'll make it yep 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 <laughs> this is true you know there there were a couple a couple of really scary moments in Half-Life, Alex. Um, you know, Valve is just so good at at making things so balanced and so well-rounded. You know, they they give you you know scary stuff, but not too much. You know, they give you you know action, but not too much. Sorry, I, I can just talk about Half-Life, Alex, forever. Yeah. Let's get no, yeah, let's get off of Half-Life. And one of the other games you can play on this, you cannot play Half-Life on this, but you can, however, play Creed: Rise to Glory, yep. which is a great boxing game in set in the. Um, in the Rocky franchise and obviously the Creed franchise that followed Rocky and all the characters from these movies are in there and you get to stand in a ring with these giant buff dudes and, um, and box it out. And the other cool thing is if you have a friend that has this, you can beat the crap out of your friends. Most without, insane uh, yeah, fucking yeah. workout I have ever gotten in VR is yeah. boxing my homie in Creed. I got blisters underneath my big toes because I was gripping the ground so hard sticking and moving trying to get out of the way of punches <laughs> like it was it drenched me in sweat i have never ever gotten to work out playing a game like i did playing creed and oh. by the way something very important that i learned before i pass it to mateo is that if you are playing creed you will burn stamina if your hands are moving like I was like, mm -hmm. you know, like feeling loose and like letting my hands flow. And that was crushing my character's stamina. And when it came to actually having to throw punches, I had nothing. My buddy was kicking my ass. So hold your hands still when when you're not when you don't need them to to, mm -hmm. to maintain your stamina so you don't lose. That was a huge tip that I forgot about entirely. That is very important to remember. Mateo, Creed. Yeah, no, what do you no, think? Creed is a solid game. It would if it's on my list of like top uh, um Blackboard Infinity titles. Um, and again, but you were mentioning how much of a workout it is. Uh, what gets me even worse was uh, the cartoony version of Creed, which is uh, Knockout League. I don't know if you guys played that. I haven't played that one yet. Oh my God. That game, <laughs> that game used to have me panting. Like, it, 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 you know, it's like it's a boxing game in basically a cartoon world. And the characters you fight, not, not to get off Creed, uh, you know, I, I whatever. Digress whatever. There. But, um, uh, you know, it's you have boxing matches in a cartoon world and the characters you fight just get like more and more outrageous. Like one's an octopus. So mm -hmm. he has more than two gloves. Nice. So arms are coming <laughs> at you from random directions. So, yeah, that, no, that game. Yeah. Was... So that is more of a, like a Mike Tyson's punch out type yeah. of game. Right. Where you have to learn, um, you know, what they're doing and hit at the right times. Yes. Right. And then, and then Creed is, you know, more of a realistic -ish. boxing. Yeah. yeah. Realistic ish. But but you do have to uh, pay attention to your stamina in game. But then there's Thrill of the Fight, which is a boxing game that that your your stamina is is the stamina, which That's I the personally like a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, definitely good stuff. Um, the next game on here, I would uh, is a, a game I haven't personally played, but I watched Alex play it and it looked really good. And it's the um, it's the pets game. 
Um, what's the oh, full title? Curious Tale of <laughs> curious the Stolen tales. Pets. Yes, Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why don't you that tell us is, about uh, this, Alex? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Hidden Path Entertainment, if I'm remembering the correct developer company. And uh, it is a super cute, super chill. Fast really travel games. Fast travel. Fast travel. Games. Fast yeah. travel. yeah. Ooh, I forget who Hidden Path is right now. Sorry, guys. Um, but uh, it is like super chill and relaxing and comfortable and just like a wholesome ass VR experience that um, I was in no hurry to stop playing while I was in there. Um, it's kind of like there's like a floating island in front of you and you can spin that thing and there's like little things to find just like hiding all over it and you can kind of like complete some puzzles to make the train come down to knock off the rock to make the pet available for you to grab him um, but it's basically just kind of like a little puzzler that um, you just look around this island and everything's super cute and all the aesthetics are there and there's this like heartwarming family uh, storyline behind it and uh, this is another one that is perfect for like your relative who you want to enjoy VR and, and is skeptical or something you know, because you're not really expected to do much other than chill, relax. You can stand up if you want to and spin it around, or you can sit down and look underneath it and shit. And um, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I think it's a great game, and it's definitely a perfect one to play with the uh, subscription because you're going to crush it in, like, 45 minutes. You know, like, it's not 45 minutes? Oh, wow. or maybe an hour. Maybe, maybe an hour. Like, oh, that's right. Pretty, I do remember. Yeah, it was, it was pretty an fast. hour in your playthrough. Yeah. But I loved it. It was really good. That's cool. Have you played this, Mateo? I haven't tried it. I watched Steve Nose play a little bit of it. Again, I'm way too manly for this game. So I, feel, uh, yeah. I, feel, I mean, again, I, you know, my my time my time is so limited. Um, yeah. I do want to cut. Like, I, I'm not. I don't focus on things like, oh, let me pick that game because I think it'll do well on the channel. You know, this is. I still have to enjoy doing this. Otherwise, it's just the job. So, you know, I, I play certain games because I think there may be an interest in them, but also because I'm interested in them. And that's why, you know, I was playing Virtual Battlegrounds. I was playing Swords of Gras. When I see this game pop up, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's either I have to, this game's competing with another game that's popping up at the same time. Or, uh, you know, it's, I just look at it and I'm like, mm, right. it's just not for me. Well, and for know? the record, like, I don't think there's an expectation that, like, because you have a YouTube channel that you have played every single game, right. you know, like, there's, that's why there's a few of us here. So that way yeah. we can, like, bounce it around and be like, who's played this? Have you, do you have thoughts on this? No, nobody's played this? Oh, shit. I figured one of us would have, <laughs> you know? So, like, I don't think there's an expectation to have to play, like, every single VR game that comes out, you know? And then uh, to your point, it really is, you got to make sure Sure you're still having fun like you don't want to play games yeah. because you feel like you have to you should play yeah. them because you're excited to because you love vr and you want to get into that experience and mm -hmm. I, I think no one could get to all of them like no matter how much oh. free time you have i still don't think you could get to all the games yeah there's a lot yeah. there's a what lot what a great problem to have i know right, yeah, right? Know, vr right? We, we we never had that problem before we, we've been around since the beginning of this industry and and you know we we'd play a game and we get really pumped to play some more and we'd be out of games but now yeah. it's like oh my god there's so much stuff it's it's you know we yeah, can't play it all there's no way and and yeah now we're getting to the point where some of the older games that are like two years old and stuff people are like well, yeah, I haven't tried that game yet like blade and sorcery <laughs> is one that i you know i really got to get to but uh, i you know i'm watching it develop and i'm like okay when it's when it reaches a certain point and i you know i can't hold mm -hmm. off anymore then i'm getting in like you know i well, want to go full force i want body of tracks. course 
we put this this list together to kind of help simplify it too. You know, this is a curated list um, of the fucking good shit that's on Viport Infinity. So you don't have to play every single game. Play these ones first, and then if you have time for others, move on to them. What's the next one, Skiba? We got to be getting so down to the end, huh? We are. We are. We only have a couple left. So there is a game here um, called Synth Riders, right? And this is a, another rhythm-based game that that tries to get you moving right so if you're if you're if you want to play some games and get some you know burn some calories and get a little bit of a workout i mean um this is a really good one to play and they they also implemented a multiplayer system which is really good and you know this game man this game is almost kind of ruined for me now when i when i look at it because there is um there is a youtuber um what's his name buck buck yeah 3131 yes yes <laughs> buck 3131 did this video on this game man and i wish i pulled it down and to put it on here but it is everyone go check this video out man check out buck playing this game and oh my god it is one of the funniest videos i've ever seen in my life and it's just really well done bravo to him it was really really good but anyway this game this game's pretty fun and it's it's definitely it a really good. Yeah, really good uh, rhythm game. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think about this game, Alex? Because I know you are a Beat Saber junkie. So, what's your thoughts on on Synth Riders? I really like it. And when I when I first played it, I was like, okay, I see how this could maybe be a, a Beat Saber contender. You know, because Beat Saber is very like attacky. You know, it's like I'm getting after this shit. I'm about to fuck this song up. Like, and I'm like mm-hmm. crushing it. But uh, uh, Synth Riders is way more like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, chilling, kind of dancing. I'm grooving, I'm on it, this is cool. So it's <laughs> it's a completely different expression. Um, yeah. And when I first played it, I thought it was a, a competitor. You know, I was like, holy shit, this this could be it. Um, but then I just kept playing Beat Saber, and I realized that it's it's not as good to me. But it's really really cool, and I like how they are attempting to do something with multiplayer. As far as I'm concerned, it's kind of just like a live scoreboard, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah as far as i know i should say um that's not enough for me like I, it helps bridge the gap but i i want to like see them and i want to like pass it off to them and stuff you know yep. um so hey beat saber we would love a uh an update on what you guys are doing you told us that multiplayer has come out a long ass time ago just tell us what's going on come on give us a little something all right let us know what you're doing it let us give us like a time like a i don't know a month that we can <laughs> wait listen and wait for um but yeah it's a good game and uh i actually do want to play more of it so maybe we can try that multiplayer thing sometime soon yeah that'd be cool mateo i'm guessing that this was not on on your list because you're not a rhythm guy no it actually well it actually is on my list um surprisingly um because there is such a um you know not my personal list a recommendation list uh there is such a, a need or you know people love rhythm games so much um being able to throw out a beat saber alternative uh, it's like, oh, you know, you, you don't have any money, but you do have Vibe Point Infinity. Well, try this game. And yeah. I, I share the exact same sentiment. Um, it gets you dancing much more than Beat Saber does. Mm-hmm. Like Beat Saber, if you dance, it's because you want to dance. Right, you know, right, right. You know? Uh, but Synth Riders is, is made strategically that you move your hands and your body in a position that does yeah. get you, you know, doing this little dance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is. Uh, I felt that exact same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but no, nothing makes me feel as badass as just shredding it on Expert Plus. Just like finding that space where, like, I'm not, like, there's literally times where I'm playing on Expert Plus and Beat Saber where I'm I realize that I, it's like driving, right? And like you realize you've been like thinking about something and you come back and you're like, holy shit, 
I haven't even thought about the road in like two minutes. That's me when I'm playing Beat Saber sometimes, dude. Like all of a sudden I'll come back in and I'm like, holy shit, I was thinking about like my new video that I'm going to make. And like, I wasn't even focusing. Like it's just this perfect flow state where it just feels yeah. so badass and they're coming in and you're just like knocking them away. Like it's no big deal. You're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So obviously that, you know, I play on that level, but it, uh, for whatever level you're on, I, I mean, when I was playing on hard, uh, angel voices playing on hard back in the uh, year ago or whatever. That's exactly how I felt. I felt like a fucking badass crushing all of those blocks away. And uh, synth riders is feels good, but uh, beat saber, man, it's so good. <laughs> well, it's this is best. a good game, and I definitely recommend it if you do have a Viveport Infinity inscription. Um, the next one I know Alex has played because we've played it together. Um, and this is Rico's Fragments, and we we got to play this at CES at uh, Dreamland XR, mm -hmm. um, which is a, a smaller um, VR focused um, piece of, of CES. And this game is really cool because one of you, you know, one of your one of your buddies will be in VR and trying to make it through this haunted house, and there's a there's a um, a ghost following trying to trying to get you and kill you but the ghost is blind and can only hear things and everything in the in the in the game can be you know you could walk by something and knock over a glass and and it's over you know so this game like this game is pretty That's yeah it's like jeff and half-life yeah. totally like jeff and half-life but before jeff came yeah out. this was record. before jeff that is true but it's basically mm. jeff where people can join on their phones and trigger the the traps and slam doors and shit. So you can like be streaming the game, for example, and your audience can come into the chat, join on their phones and watch you like navigate the house and save their cool down abilities for like the right time to try to get you caught by that ghost. So it like brings the audience participation into the game, just like resolution games with Akron. And, and just to scare cool. the crap it's, out of you. dude, And it's scary because <laughs> yeah. she can't hear. It's just like Jeff and she'll be like, walking right in front of you and you're like fuck 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 and then like somebody who's watching slant like slams a door next to you and she just comes flying in after you and like they get the satisfaction of knowing that it was them like oh i did that <laughs> like i got him caught and it's it's brilliant yeah it's nice. really it's really good yeah. have you have you played this mateo i've not played it it sounds awesome yeah, it's really yeah. cool. I've been wanting to do a stream of it, and you know, I want to do yeah. a million things, and it's only so many hours. Time, yeah, it's only so much time. So the last one on our list is another horror game, and uh, you know, horror games are are just so scary in VR. But this is a wave-based horror game, and this is the Brookhaven experiment. We're going way back here to the beginning of VR, but I feel like people may have brushed over this game and not really taken it seriously. But this Myself game. Included is a very very good wave shooter it is one of the scariest um one of the scariest games out there man i mean you're you're getting things are coming at you um usually pretty slow but from every direction full 360 and you'll be you know taking out things in front of you and then you'll turn around and something's right in your face <laughs> and i have seen i have seen more people almost hurt themselves and break things playing this game than anything else man i had someone over here standing next to a 70 inch tv 4k when those were brand new and um they turned around and one of those zombies was standing behind them and they just swung and ran and it didn't oh. could have ended up worse than it did but yeah this this game is no joke man it's really really good it's really scary um and it's just very well done if you are into wave shooters um this is an incredible one i think i haven't played it how about you mateo 
so i have played it not much but um yeah this is one of the classic you know vr games uh it was on my list early on you know that i'm like oh i gotta get this game but i don't want to spend money on it because mm -hmm. it's just the wave shooter you know we mm -hmm. we went feel that. we went we went through that era of come on vr give me something that's not a wave shooter um, yep. And I still love Space Pirate Trainer. It's still one of like my favorite VR games. Anytime someone comes over and has not tried VR, I say, okay, you're trying Space Pirate Trainer. Uh, because instantly people get into it. Mechanically, it's so simple. They like the shield, you get into it. I wouldn't throw them to, you know, Brookhaven because it's too creepy. Mm -hmm. It's, it's way too creepy. Yeah, but yeah, sure. it's cool. Again, though, I don't think I need a little bit of horror in my wave shooter. I think just give me a wave shooter. I don't think I need horror. It's <laughs> uh, uh, a good one. They do it well, though, man. They do yeah. it really well. No, they and do. they just, yeah, yeah. So this is definitely one, especially you have a Viport Infinity, you know, subscription. Frankly, definitely play this game. It's kind of like a rite of passage thing, is it not? Like, don't you kind of have to go through it as a as a VR user? Like, you gotta like just a like horror a experience. You, yeah. you gotta do the horror experiences. Like, you yeah. just have to. Like, it's a rite of passage. It, it, it took me a while. Like, VR used to be really overwhelming for me, mm -hmm. and it took me a while to you know build up like I guess a tolerance. Um, to say, okay, I can try a horror game in VR because like, especially, uh, you know, the older headsets with the, with the less FOV, um, you know, when I used my OG Vive and my Vive Pro, one thing that would always throw me off was I would turn and there would be a guy right there and I'd like jump back a little bit and it drove me absolutely nuts. Um, the Vive, <laughs> the Vive index, uh, the Valve index um, having the 130 FOV or whatever the true value is, um, it's just enough to kind of make you feel like you're not wearing gloves. Oh, damn! That's a that's a selling point right there, bro. So, mm -hmm. so you don't you don't get that random holy crap! There was a guy right next to me and I didn't know as much, uh, because even back in the day playing like Robo Recall, uh, playing Robo Recall with one of my uh, favorites, by the yeah, way, with Revive uh, on an OG Vive. I would turn and there'd be a robot there and it would scare the crap out of me. Um, and eventually, like, uh, you know, I gradually got used to that. Like, that didn't freak me out. But, you know, in real life, if you turn and someone was standing right here, it's it, it would freak you out. Um, mm. So, like, I would continuously have that sensation. So it took me a long time to, like, build up VR tolerance so that I wasn't startled by right. nonsense. Right. Um, but, the, but the index definitely helps with that, the increased FOV. And, uh, you know, but obviously my tolerance has increased when I like my first year with VR, I can't remember what the game was, but it had like a little bit of a horror theme to it. Um, and I was just like, nope, not playing this done. <laughs> um, and even, uh, what was, it? oh, the, the gallery episodes one and two. Now that's, that's basically an original game, you know, mm -hmm. that came out. Um, I remember the, the, the end of the gallery, there's a scene that's just pretty creepy. You meet a character. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> I'm like, and, and like, they'll like keep teasing. They'll make him keep coming closer to you. And then he'll like float back a little bit. And I'm like, every time he's floating close, I'm like, mm. I'm, like, you know, like I'm like, you stay over there. Um, again, that, you know, I got used to that, but yeah, VR is could be powerful like my, that. my intro to horror was on the um was on the psvr and it was rush of blood and nice. i think rush of blood is one of the most underrated games 
ever. I mean, that game, that game, it's short and stuff, but you know, for anyone that hasn't played it, you're in a, you're in like a cart, almost like you're going through, um, you know, an automated, uh, haunted house at an amusement park. Um, so you can't control if you're going forward or, or whatever, you know, you just have to deal with whatever, whatever this game throws your way. And and then the time that it does, and this game just throws the just creepiest enemies at you. And, you know, I think they just went through a list of what people are, are afraid of <laughs> you know like spiders check mm-hmm. clowns check you know all this stuff and they just throw it at you in a genuinely creepy and terrifying way and um and then the sense of speed in that game too when when it starts going and it through didn't some make of the me sick, it's fantastic yeah yeah great game i mean i i have great my game. vr legs but i played it early and it didn't make me sick so yeah. there's a couple more things we need to say um first of all i'm proud of you guys we got through all that like i was yeah. really wondering if we were going to be able to talk about all the games we wanted to talk about today and this has definitely been the most game centric episode yet and has been super sure. fun to talk about all of these games so good for job sure. both of you guys for making this happen um we are doing a giveaway right now and we're always doing a giveaway actually so if you're a part <laughs> of our community you basically always have the opportunity to win something that's the way we coax you into yeah. watching our content Mateo, he's not that kind of content creator, but we're going to pull you here with this giveaway. So enter it yeah, and get we, we, game or whatever. We really just want like just to give give That's VR true. experiences we, to people. No, no, like, what's I the best? That. I feel yeah, that. And I, 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 I definitely enjoy giving uh, people in my community stuff, uh, sure. giving back. Um, and I, I also like tend to volunteer a lot of my time. Like the second someone says they have a technical issue, I don't know what it is. I'm all over that. <laughs> um, I just, I just like to be able to help. So yeah, yeah it's no, like I get a it. forward thing for me now because I've had so many people like help me so much that like if anybody does come to me with looking for advice, like I, I feel obligated. It's like, dude, I've had so many people help me in this time. If I have anything to contribute, I'm definitely going to give it. And I Absolutely. feel like that's the sentiment in the VR community as a whole. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're we're super excited that we had the chance to have you on the show, Mateo, and uh, get to know you better and talk about all these awesome games that we all love. Yeah. Likewise. But speaking, um, but speaking of that giveaway, though. Um, that giveaway last week was won by Gina E. So, um, yeah, congratulations, Gina. You got yourself a shiny new game. What'd you get? (laughs) Oh, what did she get? Damn, I don't remember what she got. Um, no. A shiny new game. A shiny new game. (laughs) (laughs) We don't remember what she took. Uh, I don't remember. She did grab a game. Uh, So, yeah, congratulations to you. And go go uh, into our description right now and click that giveaway and go ahead and enter because we got a lot of good stuff on there. We do. And we will announce another winner next week. And next week we are really excited to reveal who we have joining us on the show. Um, Somebody who we have looked up to, somebody who is a very prominent um, journalist in the VR community. And the first person actually to ever comment uh, in a live chat when we premiered our first episode, which was like a huge honor for us too, Kent Bai. So we're going to have Kent Bai joining us to talk philosophy and to talk the VR space. And he is definitely like a philosopher kind of dude. And he knows his shit. When I went to OC6, I was walking around with a selfie stick and a microphone talking to as many people as I could, just like trying to get to know the community and get as much footage as possible. I didn't know who Kempai was. I saw this guy walking around 
everywhere. He was in every room in all the hotels, and he constantly had a microphone in somebody's face. He was interviewing the entire time. And this guy has done like a thousand interviews with VR content creators, devs, uh, marketers, strategists, philosophers. He knows everyone. So next next episode with Kent Bai is going to be the one to watch because I think well, he is besides going to the Mateo episode, <laughs> of course, besides <laughs> Mateo. Yeah, of course that. But I mean, this is like like I said, somebody who we have a lot of respect for and who I yeah. think is going to be able to bring a lot to the conversation. Um, also, somebody who would be great to ask uh, if you have any questions about the VR community or uh, about philosophy or any of this stuff. He's definitely like right there with all of it. Yep, we're so, all um, ODing you on games this week because I don't think we're going to really talk about many games next week. We're just going to talk about the VR industry as a whole and what VR means. Um, uh, just what VR means, really. Because it's means. We're going to be yeah. talking about what R means because uh, we're scratching the surface of a lot of really crazy shit with virtual reality right now. That's why we tend to have a philosophical perspective on this podcast. And uh, we didn't touch on much of that this episode, but next episode with Kent Bai, we're getting into it. So definitely be here for it. For sure. For sure. Thanks everyone for coming. Thank you, Mateo, because this was super fun. Yeah, I yeah. really, Thanks for having me. yeah, yeah, this is great. It, guys, please go down in the description and click on, click on Mateo's stuff. Um, go to his channel. I'm sure you're, you're all already um, there and subscribed, but if you're not, check it out. Do yourself a favor. It's really, really good stuff. Um, I think that's yeah. it, huh, guys? I think we can wrap her up. Well, that was a good hour and 45 minutes. Right on. Right on. Well, thanks again, mm-hmm. Mateo. You are the man. Yeah, thanks. Um, yep, keep doing what you're doing. Skiva, thank you as always for setting up the scenes and pushing the buttons and putting all you this together. It. And uh, thank you guys for listening to Between Realities. This is episode 11, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Adios. Bye, guys. Bye.